I told you, this is a story that really kind of blew my mind. I'm going to try to do it justice. I found the original post by this guy, and his name is Mitch. And the woman in the story is the name of Kayla. So I'm going to go through this story. Hopefully, you can wrap your mind around what actually is happening in this story. So he starts off with saying it was his last semester at college. And he said, I met a a wonderful young lady named Kayla. She made his heart skip a beat, made his face red. I pursued her for months and dispatched a, a few jerk boyfriends before I finally won her over. After two years, they finally got married and almost immediately they had a daughter. He had a great job. His, his wife didn't have to work out, outside of the house. When his daughter was two, his wife had a son. And the son and daughter, they were the joys of, of Mitch's life. One day, while sitting on the couch watching TV, he says, I noticed that the perspective of the lamp was odd, like inverted. It was still in 3D, but it was just wrong. And he describes it as a square lamp base, red with gold trim on four legs, and a white square shade. He says, I was transfixed. I couldn't look away from it. I stayed up all night staring at it. The next morning, I didn't go to work. Something was just not right about that lamp. And what he had to do was just sit there and stare at it and see if he could just comprehend what was happening. He says he stopped eating. He goes on and says, I left the couch only to use the bathroom at first. But soon, I stopped that too as I wasn't eating or drinking. I stared at the fucking lamp for three days before my wife got really worried. She had someone come out and try to talk to me. By this time, my cognizance was was breaking up and, and my wife was just freaking out. So she decided to take the kids to her mother's house just before... He had his epiphany. I'll tell you what that epiphany is here in a second. But the lamp started to grow wider and deeper. It was still inverted dimensions. It took up my entire perspective, he says, and all I could see was red. Then he started hearing voices, screams, all kinds of weird noises. Then all of a sudden, he started feeling pain. He said it was a shit ton of fucking pain. The first words I said were, I'm missing my teeth. Next thing he knows, he opened his eyes. He says, I was laying on my back on the sidewalk, surrounded by people that I didn't know, lots of which were freaking out. I was completely confused. At some point, a cop ran over, scooped him up, dragged slash walked him across the sidewalk and grass, and then threw him face down onto the back of the cop car. He says he was still confused, didn't really know what was happening. He says, I was taken to the hospital by the cop, and 
they ended up giving him a CT scan and a whole bunch of other tests. And then going back to his epiphany, it really started to soak in. What was his epiphany? The lamp wasn't real. The house was not real. His wife, his kids, none of that was real. The last 10 years of his life were not real. It turned out that all of this happened because he was knocked unconscious by some giant 300-some-pound football player on campus, came up, just decked him. The blow from the hit plus the impact of hitting the ground knocked him unconscious. So he went into this reality within his own mind, which he thought was 10 years, thought he met this, this woman named Kayla, had two children with them, was happy. Next thing he knows, he can't stop staring at this lamp that kept getting bigger and just like really confusing his mind. He said he went through about three years of horrid depression. He says, I was grieving the loss of my wife and children and dealing with the knowledge that they never existed. He says, I was scared that I was going insane and would cry myself to sleep, hoping I would see her in my dreams. I never have. But sometimes I see my son, usually just a glimpse out of my peripheral vision. He is perpetually five years old, and I can never hear what he says. What do you think about that? And I'm not sure if this version has. Yeah, so the lamp started to grow wider and deeper. So he's like fixated. Like he goes through in his mind, he is living a life where he he has a wife, they have kids, he has a job. And one day he sits down and he's watching TV and he can't stop staring at this lamp that eventually starts to grow bigger and bigger. And then next thing you know, he starts to hear voices screams and then he starts to feel pain and that's when he realized that this wasn't real it was just like his brain was just the dream was finally ending and it really kind of makes you stop and think could we all be living in a moment like this could you be living could you be experiencing a brief moment that is stretched out within your own mind in somewhat of a matrix-type reality, you're trapped within yourself. Could that be the case? That's really trippy to think about. It, it, it's fascinating. The fact that he had to go through three years, uh, or he dealt with uh, depression for three years, he, he went to counselors, all that stuff, trying to deal with the loss of that family that technically never existed. We've all had those dreams where they're just way too real. You wake up and you're like, fuck, 
he he cheated on me. Didn't really happen. It was a dream, but it felt so, so real. We've all had those dreams, something like that, or you're just, you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I can't go back to sleep. It's just way too real. Like I, I, I had a dream. The most vivid dream I ever had was after my really good friend Bryce was murdered. And I want to say it was a couple weeks after he died. And I had a dream one night that I still have never experienced a dream so vivid. The colors, everything was so smooth. It almost felt, I believe I described it at the time as something that felt more real than now. And that's really kind of hard to explain, but it made perfect sense at the time where it was just so clean and so crisp and clear. And it was me having a conversation with him. I have it written down somewhere of what our conversation was. And it was trippy, trippy as fuck. Never experienced it before or since. But it was almost like a, a moment where it, like he was just making his rounds, talking to people, saying his goodbyes type of thing. And and I was just next on the list. Type That's, in a sense, kind of what it felt like was just, it was just like, hey, man, love you. Sorry I had to leave type of thing, but shit happens, whatever. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember exactly what happened. It was fucking crazy, crazy. So the mind is a very powerful thing. Could you see how this could be real? I, I don't see how it's all within his mind. It's not like he traveled somewhere and, and possessed another person's body. It was him experiencing that within his own mind. Pretty trippy, pretty trippy. The last story I'm going to share to you, I found this one on Reddit, and it's a little interesting, but it was part of the ch the chain to the previous story, and that's kind of why I decided to leave this one in. It says, my dad used to get up around 3 a.m. every morning for work. Starting at a very early age, I would wake up on my own and wander downstairs to see him before he left. One morning, when I was about four years old, I made it to the bottom of the stairs and noticed that the front door was ajar. I opened it up and saw my father in his favorite work shirt making his way down the driveway to his truck in his typical work outfit, which was a plaid shirt and dickies. I swung the door open wide and yelled for him to come back for a hug before he left. He slowly turned around and just stared at me and started walking back towards the house. He was looking so strangely at me that it started to scare me, and I began crying and asking what was wrong. Just as he had almost reached me, a pair of arms encircled me from behind in a bear hug. I turned my head to see my understandably freaked out father staring at his doppelganger in the exact same outfit. The double took one look at my dad and ran down the driveway. Meanwhile, my dad yanked me in the house and locked the door. Weirdest morning ever. Never did quite figure that one out. I would 
not trust my four-year-old memory of the event if it wasn't also witnessed by my father. He won't really talk about talk about it these days, but my mom has since told me that he called out of work that day and spent the, the day reassuring him that he wasn't a nutcase. What do you think of that story? Now, when you follow up on that story, by the way, on Reddit, the guy says that he wanted to follow up and talk with his dad, but then he's all, my dad has bronchitis. I haven't been able to talk to him. Do you believe in some sort of doppelganger situation? I've heard stories. I know that there's people that look very similar. You see that on the news every now and then or stories or where, you know, they people look identical, but they have no similar DNA. There's people that look like they're, they were twins. They sound alike. They look alike, but they're not actually related. That's bizarre to me. This situation, if the dad comes out and says, listen, yeah, son, that really happened. And I don't know how to explain it. Still one of the weirdest fucking things that has ever happened. If one day you are trying to do something, let's say in this situation, you're going to go to your car to, to go to work. And then you go to put your keys in the door. And the next thing you know, you look through the window and there's you already sitting in the car. How fucking trippy would that be? If you saw somebody that looked identical to you and all of a sudden you just lock eyes, would that not freak the fuck out of you? It's bizarre. Has that ever happened to you? Do you know somebody that that's ever happened to? Let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. And if you're high right now, tell me, did that fuck you up or what? <laughs> you're like, oh, my God, man. What? There's doppelgangers everywhere. <laughs> There's people that think politicians aren't real. <laughs> but you never fucking know, I guess. But like there's there's people that think that there's and I wouldn't doubt it with technology as far as masks go. You see, I've seen people that buy those super expensive masks and when they put it on and everything settles, you you wouldn't know that they're wearing a fucking mask. That's fucking bizarre to me. It seems a little far-fetched <laughs> to have somebody in a political realm that's not actually them pretending to be them. That would that'd be bizarre. But having like a doppelganger for this miscellaneous individual, I say miscellaneous in in, in most respectful way you could imagine, but it, it it doesn't make sense to try to fool somebody like that. So that that's bizarre. I I don't know what the purpose of that situation would be other than a tear in a, a you know, what is that? A, a tear in the fabric between a parallel universe in this one. Right. So somehow the individual on that side somehow made it over there. Listen, guys, it's science. Come on. I read it on the internet. That's the only way it could happen. <laughs> what do you think of those stories? And also, does that kind of make you think that parallel universes could be legit? This story? I don't know. It, it, I guess that's really the only way that that would make sense. Let's just assume because he's wearing the same color clothes and it, wearing the same outfit and he's go, walking to his car. The other option is it's a glitch in the Matrix. You know, we're talking about 
Matrix kind of in the previous story, this would be a, essentially the same thing. Be like, uh oh, there's somebody actually accidentally hit control C and, and then control V. So they copied them and then they pasted them there and they're like, oh shit, Todd, you accidentally did that. Man, now that kid's fucked up the rest of his life. And the dad, yeah, now he's going crazy. Mm. Would that not fuck you up if you saw that? You saw yourself. It would fuck you up. I still like the other one, the other story, the first one, because I could literally see that happening. You have head trauma. You, I mean, dreams seem like they could be going on forever. If you're unconscious due to some severe trauma that happened to your, your brain, I mean, 10 years, it could seem like 10 years, but it's actually, you're only actually remembering the, you're actually only experienced the last chunk of it when he starts experiencing the lamp. Everything else is essentially you remember it, but you're not actually experience it in, in quote unquote real time. So that's it. That's an interesting thing. Let me know what your thoughts are on those stories to huff at gmail.com. Maybe you have another similar story that we can, read or discuss that would be interesting let me know dehuffuncensored at gmail.com or at dehuff podcast 